Our friends at Manscapes are turning their men's shower dreams into their favorite routines. The ultra premium new collection is an all-in-one hygiene, skin, and hair bundle. It's designed to upgrade your shower from head to toe. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. The shower routine uses all the collection's products. You start with the Cologne Infused Ultra Premium Body Wash. You'll smell so great, all the ladies will be after you. Next, you apply the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses. <laughs> Once you hop out the shower, apply the Manscaped Aluminum-Free Deodorant. If you have tattoos or dry skin, hit your skin with the Hydrating Body Moisturizer Spray. Last but not least, check out the Lawnmower 4.0, electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, and so it can join you in the shower. Although your balls might look like punching bags, don't treat them like one. The lawnmower is designed to cut hair on loose skin. Get 20% off free shipping with code to hotboxing at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with code hotboxing at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. Yeah. Mike, what the fuck is that? Is that mushroom? Oh, Move Jesus. On. Oh, God. I thought Mike just ate a bowl of mushrooms. Oh, my God. I almost shit on myself. Oh, I thought he took the whole fucking thing. Oh, my God. Like, Mike, you can't do that. <laughs> Guys, stop the podcast. We got to get Mike to the hospital. It was blackberries. It was blackberries. Everybody calm down. Oh, did you see me panic just now? Oh, God. Welcome back to Hot Boxing. This is season four, and my co-host is Sebastian here, and we have the great Kevin Hart. Yes, How are sir? you, man? Yes. Season four, Mike. Good for you, buddy. I'm happy as well. You Good know. for you, Mike. I didn't That's think this deal. should go by one season. <laughs> I didn't think they want to hear this Killing shit, it, man. Season four, congrats, man, uh, to you, to, to season four. Season, season four, uh, man. All the blunts up. And Sebastian, to, uh, to you, to, brother. Man, I got water. I'm right here. Just you know what I mean? I ain't trying to get fired on my off day. You know what I mean? Tight. You let tight. <laughs> you down. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. What do you mean how I'm doing? I'm doing great. Sebastian. You're my guy. What you think about this nigga? You got all this money that came out of nowhere and just blew the fuck up Bruh. and shit. Yo, this man, I, I turn on Netflix, I see this man everywhere. It's a good thing. It's an amazing thing. It's a good thing. I'm a hard worker, man. I see. I'm hard, hard worker. Blood, sweat, and tears into this crap. Very, very fortunate to uh, have seen the things that I've seen and, and to still be here. This 15 minutes of fame has lasted for quite some time. 15 minutes is forever. Yeah, exactly. If you like Julius Caesar didn't say 365 days was a year, how old would you be? He's only 70 years before God called Jesus Christ, so how old would you be if he didn't say we were 300, 365 days was a year? It's a good question, Mike, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm confused, <laughs> right? I think I think this is going to be one of those things where I just got to be honest the whole way through, right? Like, you just got to you gotta no, just this guy rip told, it like no, a band-aid. Just a guy, he's, he's only 70 years before Jesus. He's uh-huh. going to tell us, and Jesus went with it too, so he's going to tell us this is how old we are. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I don't understand. Who the hell I, is this guy? This guy was a, a dictator, guy was a megalomaniac, and he told us how old we were. That's our father. Well, Do just, you see this everybody's father? He told us how old we were. I'm just not good with numbers, Bash. So like when you do the 365 and then you do the 70 before, and then he goes, well, how old were you? I'm like, am 15, I putting my age in that? 15 minutes, it might be forever. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think the answer is subjective. You know, uh, 
That's good. Like I, you know what I'm saying? I see what you did there. You know what I mean? That's good. <laughs> That's answer smart. subjective. But, That's can, good. but Mike, can we talk about this transformation picture real quick? Nah, nigga, the nigga. Listen, <laughs> you had um, stem cell shit, right? <laughs> stem cell. <laughs> Anti-aging shit. Ooh, you cheating, no. dog? You cheating. That ain't I cheating the process? That's not cheating the process no. because the body's still producing. That's, that's no. natural. I've never done nothing, man. I can turn it on and off. I'm a I understand. Hey, I believe you. Yeah. No, I believe, I believe you. you. I, I no, you don't, man. No, I do. Because you play with all those guys that do this shit. Do you think you know how Wait, he listen, looks at no, his I age? Believe it. This is why I believe it, Mike. I actually watched your documentary. Thank you, man. I think, I think it's dope because... What hey, tell me about this fucking documentary. What you talking uh, don't about? Don't fuck this up. It's called Don't Fuck This Up. It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Uh, and what I did was I pulled the curtain back on the real, the real side of life in the career. So as I was going through a bunch of shit, you got to kind of see the uh, the honesty, the transparency in me, my team, and how we dealt with with, with provided itself to be like one of the craziest times for me in my career. But it's 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 real. It's a real moment, real thing. Came out very, very good. Shouts out to Netflix for allowing me doing it. Uh, Netflix. Heartbeat Productions, my producing team, great partners. Yeah. It's, no, it's never a you thing. It's, a, it's I believe in the we, the we factor. So because facts. of the we component, uh, it came out very well, man. That's facts. No, it was, it was very motivating. And I saw that you get up early and work out every day. 5 a.m. guy. With your boy, Boss. Yeah. yeah. Right? Still yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 5 a.m. every day, man. Early rising. You still get up early, Mike? Yeah. What time you get up? Um, I get up around four in the morning. Four in the morning, day, that's a I don't start running and stuff till like five, five thirty. But you get up though. It's yeah, about, I get up it's and about ride, the wake I, up. I ride the bike and do the treadmill first, then I go out. See, once you adapt to that lifestyle, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. Oh, so for sure. you're talking about. If you don't do that, you. I'm not a nice person if I don't get that in. Yeah. Same. Everybody in my house is going through hell. They're getting it. If I don't get that, you got a two energy. hours, three hours. Same. In. Yeah. Same. It has a, it has a real effect on. Me, my day, like right now, I got a, I got a nerve. I don't know what's going on, like a little pinched nerves. I've, I've been down for like four weeks, and you are, you are different. Because yeah. even though I'm getting up, I'm going in there, I'm walking on the treadmill, walking on the incline, doing the stairmaster. I'm not doing the same, that same regimen that keeps you. Well, intact. you know, that's how God humbles us. Yeah, yeah. You know, we Thanks. think we're in the world. Oh, you know, He got me a, a lot of times. So you get humble fast. Yeah, big Thanks. time. Big body time. start, body start breaking down. You think that uh, you think that this shit can kind of last forever? That's a very humbling side of life. When that when that body starts talking to you differently, mm-hmm. you gonna lift up an arm. Oh shit! Hold on, <laughs> hey, hold on. What the fuck is happening? Hold on. Nah, y'all ain't gotta tell me. I know. Trust me. I mean, how do you? So me, I'm twenty. Young, he's a young yeah. ass motherfucker. Yeah. He's a young league, motherfucker. He's a young motherfucker, man. I just got pec surgery. God, remember what, man? Huh? What pec surgery? You ain't get no goddamn. Swear I got pec surgery. You, you, you fell. What happened? I know that's nothing happened to you. So after Detroit Lions week seven, sack Jared Goff, five tackles a sack, QB hit, balling. Okay. Came up to put, came up to put my hand in the huddle. I was like, oh, Damn. I was like, what the hell? Damn. What's going on? Got MRI, boom. Not the hand in the huddle. <laughs> Not the hand in the huddle. <laughs> hand in the huddle. Not the, wasn't the tackle. <laughs> wasn't the tackle. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got him. So yeah. I know, trust you, I know about being Mash, you good? I'm good. Oh! <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, exactly. exactly, medic, exactly. So, but I know all about it. No, that's fact. How long you been down? Uh, I've been down for she. I was out week seven, so like two months now. The so. craziest thing is you being didn't patient. get no stem. Y'all don't do that shit. 
Come on, give me the truth. You're younger than them, sir. First of all, some dudes do some. I don't. Blood spinning. You don't do blood spinning. I don't do that. He almost threw it all in the trash right there. You do that shit. No, whoa. You'd be at a disadvantage if you didn't do that. Yeah, well, you know. How can you play sports without doing that stuff? Everybody does that. I can tell you how. What's that thing called? Oh, the rules. There it is. I just don't know how to do it. If you don't get enough touchdown, you're going to be fine, nigga. Yeah, I actually I sack the QB, so I try to yeah. sack the QB, hit people, you know. So what is the thing? The thing with stem cell is supposed to what? It's supposed to rejuvenate. Helps, helps rejuvenate. Yeah. It's supposed to rejuvenate. Take your blood out, spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it put it right back in. You put it. Right is, it is it considered? It's considered like it's it's considered <coughs> natural or an unnatural thing to do. I don't really it's know. Natural shit going back in you. That's all. Natural. It's rejuvenating. But in the world, but in the world of sports, I'm saying, is that allowed? But Are you can't be allowed. How could that be illegal? How could that be illegal? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. You're I don't taking think your so. blood, spinning it real fast where it gets really light and thin and hitting you back. And what is that? That's you going in you. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, know right? No, it's true. Know. It's you yeah, going in right. you. But I don't know. Listen, I'm not, not going to speak What does the spin know. do to the blood? What does the spin do to the blood? I think what it does, it, it uh, I honestly don't know. I can't say I'm not a doctor. But I know it helps speed it the process of healing. It has to do something. It has to do something. Yes, it has to speed up the process of healing and repair whatever the damage the damaged parts to the to the muscles that are torn or tendon or, or broken that's down what off. they say that's the, that's what it has to do i don't know I, I i don't i don't i don't do none of that shit that shit scare me that's any anything where you where you're like putting shit in your body to enhance or that scares me yeah. especially i'm not in the world where i need it yeah. so as a guy that's just trying to stay in shape to live and be healthy yeah. you know i'm not looking for size i'm not looking for the added world of cuts into where I feel like I gotta let me take it so I can look better and mm -hmm. I gotta be mm -hmm. bigger. Um, it doesn't only it doesn't only help your body, it helps your mind, helps you think better. But I get the same thing out of just getting up and going. If if there was a lack of that I'm getting out of what I'm putting into my days or what I'm putting into working on myself, if I felt like I'm missing something and I felt like there's a need for more, then it would be different. But I've never had the feeling of needing more. I feel like I'm getting it all from doing what I've done. I don't know. I don't think we have no idea what we need. No, no, no. I just told you, Mike. I kind of, I kind of know. <laughs> yeah, I kind of know. Like, I, I feel like. Tell I, me what? I feel like, I, I feel like I kind of know, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I get up in the morning, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go run. And then I run. And then like, there's a point where I'm like, Whoa. The dwarfins. The dwarfins I'm like, hit you. I'm like, man, that feels good. Like, I did it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need to go further than that. Like, you know, some people like, Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's go more miles. I'm like, no, nah, that's it for me today. <laughs> I kind of feel like that. I'm, I kind of feel like I'm maxed uh, out. That's a no for me, though. Yeah, that's a, that's good. <laughs> like, you know, right now my new shit that I pick up, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a junkie for like new, new hobbies or or the new things. So my friends are now cycling. So they say, Kev, you got to get into cycling. You got to start road biking with us. Now when I do something, I can't get you in a jet suit. A jet suit, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No jet suit, see them niggas flying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm, I'm the guy that if you tell me, and I say, all right, let's do it, I'm going to figure it out. So I, I went, figured out the whole world of road biking. Mm -hmm. the, I wanted to clip in, got the shoes, oh, yeah. you know, figured hard. out the proper way to do it. You got Peloton? I got... Uh, I have a Peloton bike in a house, but you know I'm more of a rower in a house. I do mm. uh, hydro mm. in the row machine when I'm home. But on the actual road bike, you know, I was like, all right, fuck, I'm gonna do it. Let me see it. Yeah. They got out there, and one day they were like, "Yo, we gonna go 20 miles." Just get into it. It was great. 
That, that, another time we went out there, it was like, hey, <laughs> yo, today we're going to go 30 miles. Let's ride mm. 30 miles. A couple hills. These hills are yeah. different. The distance. No, but the hills. The hills are changing, right? <laughs> hills wasn't the same. Like, this is, this shit's starting to hurt, all yeah. right? Like, okay. They was like, yo, today, let's do a 70-mile ride. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And they was like, why? I said, because 30 miles, I felt like it was enough for me. Yeah. They was like, but today we're going to do 70. I was like, mm-mm. I've, I've reached my max. Yeah. I'm good at knowing where my max is. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's a special trait. That is a special, special trait to know yourself. You got you to know, you know, know your cutoff. And that don't mean that you don't challenge yourself. Just know you're comfortable and uncomfortable. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like discomfort that's, that's just not for me. That doesn't have a reason or purpose behind it. For sure. That's, that's I, my I reason. I agree, I agree. So when I talk I about agree. getting up and doing all other shit and not putting shit in my body, I don't want the discomfort that could come with something that I've never been uncomfortable from. Yeah. Well, right? It's a little mindfuck moment that I gave y'all right there. No, it's no, really cool. You just don't want to expand no, yourself. No, You're happy no, right no, here. You're happy. You're happy right here. Yeah, there you okay. go. No, there you I, go. I can relate to that, definitely. There you go. When I train, like, I hate doing stuff that doesn't translate. Everything I train has to kind of translate to my sport and what I do for a profession. That's a profession. That makes sense. I don't, I don't And I'm not going to do nothing past that or anything ridiculous. You know, Mike. It's like when you train for when you box, right? Yeah. Yeah, so but when you want to go a little insane, you just go a little bit further. Yeah, it's a little bit, but yeah. you don't go crazy. You don't, like you said, you don't go seventy. You don't go. 70. Yeah, I mean, you know, me, me and my trainer have had it out. You know, there's been times where he was like, "Yo, let's let's put more on there, max out," and I was like, "For what?" He was like, "Let's see what we can get." Why? I was like, <laughs> "I feel like I'm already there." Come on, man, let's go oh, for man. higher. I was like, "What if I hurt myself?" No, exactly. <laughs> He's like, you "But know. what if you don't?" I don't know. I kind of, I kind of okay with not knowing what happened. <laughs> I only be, I, I think I'm extreme because, you know, I, I look at like this. God gave me all this, and this is all I got left. Like five miles. Get the fuck out of here. Well, my, you're different. You're, you're, you're. Your no, that's level just how of, I look at it. I've gotten so much. For, pff, I mean, your level of competitive with you, just with you and self, and this is from talking to you, is it's pretty fucking amazing just to hear you break down how you still approach shit. Like, you still getting up in the morning. You still Absolutely. working out. Like, you, that's a different mind. You gotta, you gotta, there's a different dog, engine. Dog because they keep offering me money to do this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say nothing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like saying, I'm like, you ain't gonna really do this shit. Stop fucking around. That was just good. You and Roy, you started some shit. Still, yeah, I'm saying, fuck. There's not like, many that my, can at this My age, kids though. are saying, no, don't stop that. You get your old ass down. <laughs> but I'm saying, hey, y'all guys going to be surprised when I, you get your fucking percentage, huh? <laughs> they don't want me to do it now, huh? Yeah, you'd be surprised how happy you'd be surprised that I, I did think this the for biggest, you. The biggest thing that I take away from Mike is like, you know, the, the ability just to keep it together, right? Like after a certain age, you look at a lot of your athletic heroes, a lot of these... You know these these goats, and you know after a certain age they just start to start to break down, fall apart. Yeah. You know, not Mike. Don't take long. Motherfuckers' asses be on their neck, bent over, body <laughs> body. Be yeah, because they bent over. They, they walking. They got butt cheeks they, on their neck. Walking different. <laughs> Shit is different. And that was me too, because um I had a hoverboard when hoverboard boom I fell and bust um bulging this just fucked me all up. Couldn't do anything. Then I caught sciatica. I was like, I was in the wheelchair. That was the only time I'm happy to be in the wheelchair because I go by everybody. First class and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wheelchair, yeah. Veterans, yeah. So I'm always happy to be in the wheelchair, but I couldn't fucking walk. That's what, but you, but you got away from that, that time. Like you got back to 
you got back. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, when you when you get, I did everything I could to, to rebuild get back. myself. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, you got fucked up. Blood, the research, everything, whatever they had to help me, anti anti aging, whatever it was, I, I was the guinea pig. It was the, it was just it was it was so new they didn't even know if it worked. I said, you let me try it because I was just so broken down. You know, now I'm fighting people again. Now they bang. Look, I'm old. No, I'm not old, but I'm an interesting guy because I'm doing this stuff. Huh? How old are you, Mike? I'm 55. God damn it. Shit. Yeah, I still do this shit. 55 years old. I'm that's, 42. That's still, I mean, I consider that, I don't consider that old. 55? Not now, dude. It was, it was 20 years old. ago. If Mike, if Mike wasn't right here in front of me, I would tell you that's old. 20 years ago, that was really old. Yeah. I feel like old now is like 60. No, but 25 ago. right there, I agree. 20, <laughs> I agree. 20 years right. ago, 55 was old. Most people that were born in 1927 died when they were 55. Mm -hmm. as, you get, as you get older, mm -hmm. your respect and appreciation for different ages change, mm -hmm. right? So 42, yeah. I don't think 42 no. and 40 is old anymore, but when I was 25... You still look at it like, damn. Like, damn, that's old. Yeah, now you're 42, 42 now, right? By 42 now, yeah. Time, like eight years from now, you're going to start working on a relationship with God. Already, already. No, no, it's going to be really serious stuff. It's going to get more serious. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, you yeah. do. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's changed at 42. Yeah. The, way that, the way that you look, you start to dissect all of the things that you've done differently. Mm -hmm. So your past life choices, your past rights and wrongs, you start to question the reason and the why. Yeah. And as you progress in life, there's a constant debate of what you're doing and if you're doing the things that are right. What, what's, how, how do you see me? How am I seeing myself? Mm -hmm. am, I, am I a good person? Yeah. What makes me a good person? Like, you am know, I, you am know I doing what makes my part? You a good person. You of know, course. You know it all. Don't yeah. be afraid to answer the questions. You're, you're your own judge. You're your own jury. You're your own execution. You know who you are, and we can't tell you because you know who you are. I I will agree, but then at the same time, you still you still aren't free from the moments of questioning some of your past decisions, no, and things that you've done. But you know, sometimes that's our that's our shadow. Our shadow is what does is something our conscience never wants us to be aware of. We don't know. We we have we all have that shadow that we hide from everybody. And we have to get our ego to have a relationship with that. Our ego is so afraid of our shadow. You feel like you got an ego? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like in my profession, you got to have an ego, right? You got to, like, like anything, in, anything in anything in life, if you want to be great at something or you want to, you know, hit the pinnacle. That's what it, some people say. Some ego. people, egos, um, they come in different, um, it is coming, they just come in different packages. Like, somebody's ego could be just... Very humble, brother. Thank you. It was a wonderful match. Better luck next time. Thank you. Your parents are wonderful parents. And that's an ego, too, just to be humble to people. Yeah. Because I'm better. You know, it's still the ego. It's still that ego. I'm better. But, you know, it's just some people are loud. I'm loud with mine. Mm -hmm. some, some people, everybody has a different show. That's facts. I, I, I think that it comes with, I don't know, I get, I get weird when the conversation of ego comes because there's a there's a, there's a high level of confidence that comes with Knowing that you do the thing that you chose to do, mm -hmm. right, or at a high level, mm -hmm. right, and if I if I know that, well, my confidence will sometimes transfer to those that don't have the confidence or the ability to do as an ego. Yeah, and it's it's in some ways, shapes, or forms. It's a fine. It's, it's fine line. It's not like it's it's. But it comes in a question only when there's people that 
don't do the thing or yeah. that are looking from the outside yeah. at the thing. Everybody's got the right answers about the things that they but don't do. But we believe our ego is a straight direction of God. We believe our ego comes straight from God. That information comes straight from God. That's what our ego believes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That the, 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 the tone and the intent behind it. This is a God-given talent. This is me. Okay. Yeah. And I also see what you're saying where it's kind of like when people try to give you advice, but they're not in your shoes, right? They're not Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not super famous, super, you know, successful. And they're trying to tell you how to do something that they've never had or never done or dealt well, with. You're, you're, you're in a very small percentage yeah. of, of personnel when you get to a certain place. It's a, it's a very small group of people that can understand and identify with the, with the road that you're walking down, right? So um, it's very easy for other people to look from the outside like, oh. and and make decisions of what's going on <laughs> in that snow globe. Yeah, yeah, oh man, yeah. no, you can't do. You gotta. You can't, no, There's no way. Yeah. But no one really understands the true pressure that comes with the life being of of yeah. success. And I'm yeah. not talking about so many people think it's just fame, right? Let's take the fame part out of it. Mm -hmm. All right, fuck the fame, fuck the attention. It's the expectation and want to consistently be where you are. That's, that's the biggest piece of pressure. Biggest piece of pressure comes with, oh, fuck, I got here. Oh, shit, I, I tasted this. Oh, wow, I like this. I want to stay up here. Now, I don't want to yeah. leave here. Yeah, I stay here. All right, that's the biggest mind fuck because what does that do to the person? So now that you're here, well, now you're working to stay here, but now your dips and valleys, well, the biggest effect well, is, on, is on you. Mm -hmm. People don't know what that does to the person. What does that do to that person's psyche? So when you look at a lot of people in these positions and those, those fucking dips and those mind-blowing mind moments mm -hmm. of what seems to be breakdowns, it's not. It's dealing with life in ways that you didn't know it would be after a certain time. No, you time. never knew it would exist that way. Never knew. It's real. It's you, real. The hardest thing to tell somebody that succeeds is that, yo, this is going to this is gonna change. Get the fuck out of here. I'm the shit. I'm what? You, what? <laughs> no, See no, the money I got? It's coming. Get the fuck out of it. No, hey, be patient. Save your money. Oh, nobody wants to hear that shit when they when they flying because you don't think that that flight is going to end. The reality of a flight and plane leveling out, well, that only comes in some of the most unexpected times and moments where people have to sit in that and process it differently. So that within itself is a talent. Yeah. To process that shit is a talent. To be able to go, oh, okay. Oh, this is different. Oh, this can be life as I now should know it. Or do I got to dig deeper? Do I got to figure it out again? Oh, wow. I got I to gotta rework and I got to get to another area of success to find that same joy that I had when I was at this level of success. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to open up different doors. Oh, I can't just be satisfied with this one door and not because of the fame that came with it. I need other outlets so I can feel creative, so I can feel productive, what so I can you, feel efficient. What, what energy, what do you want those people to give you? It seems like you want them to give you something. What I don't need it? anything from people. I need, something, I need something from myself of knowing that I'm still applying myself. Mm -hmm. People can't give me nothing because no. I feel like you've given me the, the, you've given me the bonus of a start, middle, I don't want to say end because I'm not done, but without the support, you don't get to mm -hmm. these, these stages. So from people, I can't ask for anything else. You don't, you don't need to give me anything else. At this point, I have to get things for myself because I still have to get excited about what I do. Yeah. I still got to find new things to create. I still got to find new things to fucking get up and get out the bed with. I still got to find a reason to go, I love my job. 
when you look up 20 years, you're doing the same thing. Anybody will get jaded. Anybody will fucking get tired. So how do I not get tired? All right, well, that's you sitting down with yourself and your mind and your fucking bubble with nobody else around saying, well, what else can I do? That's when the world of doors should open up. So, you know, when I look at my career, when you look at business, you look at stand-up comedy, you look at acting, you look at writing, producing, you know, these aren't things that uh, I created. These are portals that have always been there. I just wanted to knock on the doors and see if I could, if I could go through and have success too. Author, uh, journalism. I mean, you can go, you can go down the line. What is success to you, brother? Success to me. Success to me is making the dream that most don't think is achievable mm. realistic. Mm. Success is amplifying that young black kid that has no idea what grass in front of a house looks like or behind the house, what an airplane looks like, what another country looks like, to understand that there's a time in everyone's life when they will be able to go fulfill the dream to travel, the dream to be successful, the dream to apply yourself, educate, whatever. There is a lack of understanding that we can go get what we want, right? And it's a, it's a, it's a real thing of, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody's opportunities are the same, but we got examples of people who did go and get it out the mud. Those examples should mean more. So for me... If and when said goals are achieved, little black boy, little black girl that comes and lived in the same environment that was used to the same things that I was used to, well, that ambition to get up, go to school, listen, apply, it kind of changes, right? Yeah. So that's, that's what drives. What drives is when you go back to Philadelphia, I go meet some kids and they shake my hand and I'm real. I'm no longer, I'm no longer fiction. You're, you're real. Yeah. You know? So I, I can remember, I can remember those hands that I shook when things started to change for me and I was so fucking blown away mm-hmm. that the person was real because you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Say what you want. I never saw Michael Jackson in person. I never shook Michael's hand. I never got to see Michael talk as a regular person. So Michael Jackson is still Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Here or not, he's still, oh my God. <laughs> but think know, about nigga. the people that got to be in that room with Mike. And and talk. Think about the people that actually had access to hey, Michael Jordan. Hey, to, and they just like us, Michael fucking Jackson. That's absolutely, absolutely. But your but your your grasp of success and the want behind it changes when you can go. That motherfucker's real. Yeah. Like I'm Kevin Hart here, and I'm I'm sitting next to, to Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, that's facts. Mike Tyson is get, fucking real. You get to shake his hand, yeah. I, I, I oh, shook his hand. Fuck. I talked yeah. to Mike. And, yeah. And Mike <laughs> goes through all of his ups and downs in mm-hmm. life, but you go, he's real. real. People come from from my real rehab. situation. Oh, listen, I had a oh fuck, I had a great rehab career. A great rehab career. Uh, yeah. I had a great career. Oh, uh, I had a great rehab. Uh, this is where we battle. We battle in this. We had a long conversation before, and Mike loves to speak a certain way, and I'm like, you know. From this side looking in, I am a student of those that have kicked open different doors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the legend that's attached to your name is what I will forever see you as and at. Facts. What I respect the legend of you even more for is the truth and transparency that you put on display 
through your fucking life. Once mm-hmm. again, it goes back to what I was just saying. Mm-hmm. That's the real. Yeah. How many people identify with the real? There's so many. There's so many. And I feel like that's the that's the book of information. That's the pamphlet. That's the that's the thing that we that we don't highlight enough. Yeah. You know, um, it's one thing about my ego. My ego and my shadow get along. Okay. My shadow don't offend my fucking ego. And it's cool. I don't, I don't, I've never, I've never had the, the shadow problem. No, the shadow is your shame that no one knows but you. Okay. Well, I do have that. The stuff you don't want no one to know. If they, if you think, if they knew what you knew, but they knew what you thought about you, your age, they wouldn't like you no more. Yeah. That's your shadow. Okay. Then that, that makes a different level of sense. Yeah. 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 Imagine that being cool with your ego. Yeah. That and your ego being cool. And your ego is to boost you up, and this guy to let you know, hey, you ain't shit. You're this. (laughs) You really like this, and you know I know. They don't know, but I know you really like this. Those conversations with yourself can get. Yeah, the shadow. Yeah. (laughs) The shadow. So and the collective consciousness. How was it at first? Like, I feel like as an athlete, right? As an athlete. You know, you've done something like, especially when you hear your name used in a rap song. Like, when you first heard your name, Mike, I know you probably, you have, I know both of y'all have multiple songs, multiple lyrics with your name in it. Like, where were y'all, like, first, when you first heard it? Like, what did you think? Like, did you, is it, was that your moment? You were like, oh, wow, like, I'm actually, like, doing something. Like, um, it's been, a, it's been a couple. Those are just, I think those are always nods of, nods of, like, uh, respect or, or love mm-hmm. from from your counterparts. Yeah. Like whether we realize it or not, um, we're all in entertainment in some way, shape, or form. Right. What we do is for the sole purpose of entertaining mm-hmm. uh, on some level to the world, mm-hmm. right? So um, whether you're an athlete, rapper, singer, uh, comedian, yeah. uh, author, you know, host, whatever it is, we we provide a sense of entertainment. So um, as a collective, when you can show that love in some way, mm-hmm. I just think that's dope as hell. So yeah. it was always one where you know it's humbling, yeah, but it's also you know it's a it's like fuck, man, damn, that's dope, yeah, right? It's like you're your house dope just- shit. yeah, that's. <laughs> Dope as shit. You call me, hey, did you hear? Did you hear? Like, it's, a, it's a good fucking feeling. What about you, know? you, Mike? Sometimes I'm a little ashamed about that because um, I know my shadow. My shadow doesn't deserve what my consciousness receives. So I look at it funny. Wow. I never thought about it. Yeah, when Mike say shit like that, you just got to just yeah. look at it for a while, just wait for, for it to die down and then be like, yeah. Right? That's what I'm telling no, you. Right? That's, you just go that's like this. deep, though. That's you just deep. That's true. You just make sure you hear it and be like, I know that's right. Or you go like, cool. Right? That way. That way. Because if he not done it, he go, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Your oh, consciousness haunts you. You know, your, your shadow and your consciousness, they know they haunt you. It's what haunts you. It wants to make you f- afraid of succeeding. I like that. I like your comparison with the shadow and the, yeah. and the ego, though. I, like I, I definitely like that. The ego wants you to be great, but the shadow knows your, your weakest spots that, that which you're ashamed of. <laughs> your, big, your biggest struggles they come from you. I Absolutely, mean, they come from they come from your battles with yourself. So exactly what he's saying about the shadow and the shadow checking the ego and the ego checking the shadow. Like it's a battle with you. Yeah. And if this pandemic has showed us nothing else, it showed us you know how much people are battling with that. That concept of because people are dying. You're in a real catastrophic moment. 
uh, and that we're all witnessing. So when you see how many different people are handling it differently and just that, I'm telling you, that conversation with yourself. Hopefully, hopefully we're we're on the back half of it, though. For sure. Hopefully. Definitely, definitely. And I mean, I'm back to doing live shows, which I want to do that. So I miss my show, my one-man show. I, I'm back to doing live shows. About to go on tour soon. Um, you know, I probably announce a tour schedule, but I can say going back on stage, yeah, being in front of live people, yeah, it's again, nothing like that. It's man. Not, man. Nothing movies like being the best yeah. actor in the world on the screen. It's nothing like stage. It's nothing. Because the people tell you what they want you to give them. It's just like everything you say is on because you can feel them telling you say this, say that. Well, the craziest part is that you realize. You realize that you pop, there was a chance that you may not have respected the true value of what you had. Yeah. Because it was there. So yeah. there was a there was an expectation that this thing is gonna last forever, right? Yeah. That's almost what we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. there's this thing that's like, oh my God, this is dope as hell. Yeah. This is what it's gonna be. And when it was taken away, by the way, you didn't believe that they could take it away. This shit is happening. Yeah, but I got shows. No, we're shutting it down. Yeah, but I gotta go to another city. They shut down here, but no, we're shutting everything down. There's no more, no more interaction. It's the God effect going on now. No more, no more interaction. No yeah. more handshaking. No more yeah. uh, buildings with personnel where you're just speaking to strangers. You can't yeah. even see a, a simple hello because people have a mask on. When you, it first started, people were in the house gaining weight like a motherfucker. Scared as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. We we're, at that point, you you listening to it's so much eating. different shit. You don't know what to think. But when you get back out. And you saw your first person and shook your first hand, that you received it a different way. Right. You got a hello again. You received it a different way. When I went out on stage and I saw some, oh my God, the cheers, I respected it a different way. My thank you had yeah. a different meaning. My I love you had a different meaning because fuck, if it gets taken away again, know that this time I want you to feel the appreciation because I don't know if I made you feel it and 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 it's and it's proper and it's proper meaning and 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 display from me to you. It's real. That's the dopest thing about going back out, and that's the that's the biggest hope of wanting to get back to the place of where we are. I mean, I feel like especially now, people we fucking need it. That's why it's so much, so much of this shit. We we not we not interacting. Yeah, we don't see each other enough now. So we get out, we shocked. That's why you got bigger race reactions now. Oh my god, what's that black guy doing? Oh my <laughs> god, look at that fucking white. Well, hey man, you got, we so shocked because we just now are getting comfortable with getting back around one another. So don't think for a second that that interaction that we once had of community, of just being around each other, don't think for a second that that doesn't serve an important purpose in our fucking day-to-day, because it does. I'm just sure that um, COVID has a lot to do with um, our conduct socially. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, It's another added component for a conversation of, and I hate to say it, hate, which you don't want to say. Yeah. Our next partner is Current. We love using the app and debit card. It has an intuitive app design and it's easy to track spending. Current is the future of banking where you can spend, save, and manage your money all from your phone. Grow your savings 60 times faster with 4% APY on Current Saving Pods. The more money you put in, the more money you'll make at over 60 times the national average of 0.06% APY. Current makes it simple, unlike traditional savings accounts. There's no lockout periods and there's no additional fees, no minimum balance required to get started. Get paid up to two days faster on direct deposit because most banks hold your money up to 48 hours. Earn up to 15 times the points 
on every swipe, redeemable for cash back rewards when you usually get nothing for debit cards. No overdraft fees up to $100, which means no more anxiety about getting declined when you swipe. We're partnered with Current to give away cash. Current is giving away $2,000 to Hotboxing listeners. 10 listeners will receive 200 bucks each. All you have to do is download Current at current.com slash hotboxing for the chance to win. Sign up in less than two minutes at current.com slash hotboxing for a chance to win $200. Giveaway ends April 15th. No purchase is necessary to win. Visit current.com slash hotboxing for full terms and conditions. Current is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided at Visa debit card issued by Choice Financial Group. Members, FDIC. The current annual percentage yield is variable and may change at any time. Terms and conditions apply. Mike, what the fuck is that? Is that mushroom? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I thought Mike just ate a bowl of mushroom. Oh, my God. I almost shitted on myself. Oh, I thought he took you the whole fucking thing. Oh, my like God. Jolly like, Ranch, Mike, you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Guys, stop the podcast. <laughs> we got to get Mike to the hospital. It was blackberries. It was blackberries. Everybody calm down. Oh, did you see me panic just now? Oh, God. Yeah. I just don't want him to do that and turn around and I'm somebody else. <laughs> He'd see somebody else's face. If you were somebody else, you'd be God, bro. He'd be like, hey. <laughs> this is only, this is only inf infused with heaven. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I might turn around and just start talking to me like I'm somebody else. Like, it's me, Mike. It's Kevin. He don't see that? Don't see oh, that. we got to run. That's why I told you I was going to sit there for a second. Oh, that's why you want to sit there? For a nah, second. brother. Just so I get room. So you sacrifice. I got to Just so I get room. <laughs> so I love it. So uh, how do you keep yourself from not getting burned out? I love having this guy for a fucking host. Because when I blank out, boom, he comes out with some good white shit. He called it good white shit. Why didn't you Why did you fucking leave us? How come you I had to play football, Mike. Fuck. I'm in season. We're in a season, man. He just had to go play football, Mike. That's his... Just his job, you know. Just uh, stupid. I think it's stupid too, Mike. You know, it's it's, it's dumb, Mike. But he uh, he's got to do it. They Someone's got to. Uh, what do they call those things? Contract. Oh, contracts. Yeah. There it is. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, how, how do you how do you keep yourself from not getting burnt out? Because you work your ass off. I how you gonna get, get burnt out, motherfucker? Keep throwing money in your motherfucking face, what, nigga. You know, I just. But there's also a genuine life. I know, nigga. But shit. <laughs> you gotta, he ain't burnt out yet. I ain't, it ain't burnt out. And there's uh. There's the world the of build. The shit sounds good, though, man. I think the the world of build is better, right? Like, if you if you have people around you that believe in the vision mm -hmm. of building this one brick into an empire, uh, that becomes the hobby. That becomes That's the what one. my wife does. She got all these fucking houses mm -hmm. all over the place, renting them out to people, and she's some of them are real fly. I want myself. I want to keep them. I want to rent them out to people. I think that's smart. That's brilliant. That's, that's bricks on bricks. I'm, okay. I'm a fan of it. Um, and I don't think you get tired of doing it. Creating success, not just for yourself, but for others, that's a, that's a priority. So um, heartbeat, what I want that to be, what I want it to become, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's the reason for me putting so much into that engine. And you know, when it's time for that engine to slow down and go on a cruise control, the thing that we worked hard to build, that'll still be able to go. Yeah. So it's, it's going so fast, so fast, so fast, just so you can remove yourself and cruise, and that thing goes with or without you. That's fair. That's 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 dope. How does your comedy like 
changed now since the beginning? Like, well, this, I, this one, the special that I'm doing now or working on now, this tour, this is the one that I really had to change. This is the one where it's like, all right, let me, let me, let me really put some shit together to, to just to, to tone down the conversations, right? Here's the good and the bad. The good and the bad about me is I'm a brand. Uh, that brand is attached to a universal appeal, mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. kids, uh, household, mm -hmm. uh, marriage. There's so much attached to the conversation. So my comedy has always been in that space, right? And the reason why is because that's where my life, that's where my shit went. Yeah. You know, once you get to a certain point, you lose the edge that you once had because you're not doing the same shit. Yeah. You're not, you're not, I'm not going to the clubs. I'm mm -hmm. not out in the streets. I'm not, I'm not a part of the the energy that 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 young youthful generation has. I'm in the house. Mm -hmm. So all you know I feel that. is the house. You know, I feel that. you know wife, you know kids. I know oh, you yeah. watch TV. I know oh, there's yeah. Taco Night. I know that's yeah. it. So on this one, I said, all right, let me go and <coughs> live a little. Let me go and change the mindset up. And I'm gonna remove the family from this one. So mm. this is more about, um, you know, it's more about life, life through a different lens than what I've shown for a while. But also just to, just to give people a punch in the back of the head of, you yeah. know, don't forget that this is, this is what I do. What do you and think about money? What I think about money? Uh-huh. Uh, money's nice, but does it control me? No. But do you have to get there to understand that? But I believe yes. Just your mm -hmm. opinion of that. Not dissecting it, mm -hmm. your opinion of it. I think that there is a value in money. I think that, you know, a lot of things in life that you kind of need to see to realize that you don't need money presents that. Um, you can't get a respect for a different meaning of happiness without seeing a superficial side to what you think happiness is attached to. But you need the money to see and mm -hmm. get that example. So I can't shit on it and go, oh, man, fuck that. Money ain't important. I can't do that. Yeah. Because without having the money, I wouldn't have got those lessons. But I will say that it doesn't, it doesn't run me. It doesn't move me. I mean, I turn down significant amounts of money, but only because I can. Yeah. If I couldn't, I couldn't. You know, there was moments in early parts of my career where... The shows and movies that I did was some of the worst you, shit ever, but I had to. At, do you look at your money as being um, something that um, it should be inherited in the family and stuff like that? Um, it's a good question, Mike. I think that we're gonna keep a line of from your from your generation and your bloodline on. Now we're gonna be known as people that taking care have money. You do want to change the narrative attached. To your family and to your I'm talking about name. to yourself. To I'm, myself. This I'm is... poor and this and that. I want my family to be known that they've never been poor because I a little insecurity. I, I don't want nobody to ever be like me and the way I was, that kind of stuff. I want there to be a thing that we built that lasts. That lasts. I want, yeah. I want there to be something that has to be worked that lasts, right? Uh, am I in the world of everybody's rich from now on? No. Um, with my kids... And my kids' kids, if we, if we operate this machine correctly, mm -hmm. then we have a funnel of family wealth Generational that can be obtained, but mm -hmm. also a concept of, of life. So when you look at some cultures, right, 
some cultures stick together and work together. Uh, there's some families where kids are embedded into businesses. I'll give you an example. I went to, um, my wife took me to this, this place in uh, Utah, a, a resort, right? And we go there and she wanted to do like this little horseback riding trail. We go to do the horseback riding trail and it was two young girls that had the horses that were taking us on the tour. Wow. And I asked the young girls, I'm like, how old are y'all? And one girl was 15, the other was 17. And they get to talking to me, and it's a family business. Their family uh, buys horses, breeds horses, mm. raises horses, and throughout this area or this radius, they're responsible for providing horses, horse tours, etc. Wow. They got a family of like six, and all of the kids are teenagers and some young adults, but in this family business, the young kids understand that this is what we do. The older side are only teaching their kids, and their kids are embracing this thing. Now, this thing is all they know, but this is life. This is money. This is, this is comfort. Mm. But it was embedded from the ground up. I don't like the idea of you're on your own, you're on your own, you're on your own without a concept of what we can do. Mm -hmm. So in this thing that I'm building, there's room for everybody to succeed. Everybody can pick a trait. Everybody can pick their space of love and talent. It doesn't have to be one thing, mm -hmm. but this portal provides an entry and an exit for you all. So it's my job as the parent and the discovery to educate and try to make you understand so that we don't fall into the same, the same line yeah. that we've been so comfortable with falling back into. If done correctly, well, it's a lesson that I'm giving and then one that you're re-giving and that we'll give for a long time. And we'll have a lot of respect. And you'll follow the lead of so many that have done it. I think I'm envious when you go to a place and it's a family, a family business. When you go to a hotel and it's a family and then you meet the son, the daughter, the aunt, the, and everybody's yeah. embedded. Like, I'm envious of that. And, you know, at times, it's like, well, fuck, why don't, why don't we have more of us in that same conversation. And those of us that are, well, they're not highlighted enough. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of restaurants in the South that are family owned and family run. But they aren't they're, But they're not highlighted, yeah, right? Those are those are people that are coming up inside of a of a business, inside of a pipeline. And then you got this too. You got guys like the Gucci's that are killing people and ruining people's lives and stuff. All family is not good family. That's true. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to corporate. You know, that's true. You saw the movie about the Gucci's and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. The new, the new movie, yeah. Yeah, Gucci movie. that yeah, was yeah. so crazy to see that stuff. I mean, that's and corporate then, America, though. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's family. That, too. Oh, all family. family ain't good family. Yeah, that's facts. Family. All family isn't going to be Sometimes good family. Sometimes we have to make our own family because all family is not good family. Yeah, facts. But key word is when you say make your own family, I think that comes with investing in people that are oh, investing in yeah. your oh, vision, which I believe yeah. in as well. Yeah. Right? It's not all, it's not all oh, going to be blood, and all blood ain't going to be great blood. Nope. But you still creating opportunities for your own and for others if you can. Mm -hmm. I, I, I take priority in that. You know, that's, once again, where we're talking about finding new reasons for energy or, you know, excitement and getting up in the morning. Those are the things. That, everything that um, inspires us have a dark side. Absolutely. Everything, love, everything has the dark side. Absolutely. We, we're capable and respectable to the dark side, willing to accept the dark side like with the good side, then we're, we're cool. Well, it ain't, it ain't all going to be good. 
That's one of the biggest things that I tell my kids. Like, if if life was only supposed to be good, then it means it's perfect. Yeah. And, and a perfect life no, isn't a good life. Yeah. Like, no, no such thing. No, there's no, there's no education. Study, they did a study with each rat. It was like a rat utopia. They had more land, more food than they could ever have. And they had no problem with life. And you know what they started doing? They started breaking off in, in, in couples. They have the aggressive ones here. They have the passive ones here. And then they have these guys that just kept looking fly, clean. And then they, but they were aggressive too. Don't fuck me. But they were very good looking. Mm -hmm. And so everybody, they started attacking them, raping them. They started doing all a bunch of stuff. And then eventually they all started dying out. So, wow. you say, or so are you saying that we're so rats? I'm saying this. With, yes, He's we are rats. But I'm saying without struggle, there's no progress. Mm. We can't have no free meal. This world is not made out of a free meal. It's all about struggle. You know, it is. If the, I, I've said this before in other interviews, and I mean it. If you really, really look at the game of Monopoly, it has so many different meanings. Yeah. It has so many different meanings. And I know we play Monopoly. I know that we've... Uh, adapted and uh, adjusted and made rules fit to how we want to play, et cetera. But if you look at the game of life and if you look at Monopoly, how we have an opportunity and some people grasp the opportunity different, some people understand the concept different and are able to make these dollars connect and make sense. It's a struggle for some. Right? Getting around that board, just succeeding, staying out of trouble, not having to pay bills. I mean, it's yeah. so much that you get that it equates to some of the real life lessons that you go through. And I, you know, I don't know if everybody looks at it the same, but I promise you, if you play Monopoly, play it with a different intent. Play it, play it with like a real want to succeed at the end of the game. Even if you don't win, mm -hmm. did you succeed? Were you in the game? Yeah. Or were you at the bottom? And if you were at the bottom, where are you at in life? Is there a synergy? No, facts. Yeah. What happened to the person that's on top? I, I sometimes look at that person. Yeah. Sometimes look at the person. I'm telling you, like we, I, I look at the game differently. But if that person ain't shared with the people that's not on top, he ain't shit. Well, fuck yeah. that person. Well, I mean, it is a game. <laughs> it is a game, Mike. So just remember, you know, no, fuck it. that person. All right, well, that's Competitive my, greatness. My, it was my little niece, Mike. <laughs> I ain't no doubt. Fuck that. She nah, it comes you down to regardless. It don't matter. The fly is the baddest to conquer. They all gave. I don't want to hear that shit. It's the one guy. What happened to the guy on top? He becomes the idiot. There's a there's a couple people that I've, that I've heard um, give good gems about you know some of the best things. It's not about it's not about the money you get. It's about those that you showed how to make money mm. while you got the money that you were getting. Like it's also what, about knowing who you are before they tell you who you are. Before, before you're saying before it comes, before all of the shit comes. Oh, absolutely. Before, yeah. before they start to shape, form an opinion yeah. of who you yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. And That's you real. go for that opinion because it's better looking than the opinion you have for yourself. So I think I'm going to go with this opinion. Also, you know, another thing too, it's like when sometimes it takes somebody forming an opinion of you for you to realize that that ain't you. <laughs> right? Like, That's facts, no. Sometimes it takes somebody <laughs> going, oh, oh, yeah, he's, you know what he is? He's the guy. You're like, wait, hold on. No, that's not. No, that's actually not me. And that. Oh, is that is that what just? Yeah. Is that how people see or view? And and then you kind of understand 
why it's important to have a voice, why it's important to mm-hmm. to, uh, to to speak that voice. Mm-hmm. In, different, um, in different times of my life, I knew who I was. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me now who the person I was at that time of my life, I couldn't tell you. Facts. Uh, 20, you know? 22 to 20, 20, 22 to 32. 22 to 32. A chameleon. Trying to... Blending. Yeah, trying to figure out like... The voice, the the purpose, the direction. You know how 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 is this gonna pan out? How am I piecing this? Oh, they're doing this. Oh, that's what I need to do. Mm. Oh, okay, this will be. Oh, okay, that's what I I'm gonna do that. Oh, this this is the move. No, I'm gonna do it. It's, it's that's how that's what a normal person he gets off the fence and make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But some people have some people are guiding. Some people have a. a I don't know, they have a mench- uh, a form in life. They have somebody to guide them from the day they were born, this is what you're mm-hmm, going to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it's be a preacher, whatever, be a, a garbage can collector, whatever, a tennis player, champion, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. They, put your, oh, they, put their, they put your seed in your own head. Do you feel like, do you feel like when you got older, were there, were there lessons from the parents that kicked in later? Like, like from, from that kicked in late. Like, what, what age were you when you felt like, oh, shit, that's what that was about? No, yeah. it's, uh, my kids are the same way. They're all polite. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pig sometimes, but I'm polite. Isn't that weird? No. Mm-hmm. No, it is, because that's my parents. That's my whole bloodline, the, the Price, the Smith, polite. Very polite. Stuck with your kids are the same way. Forever, yeah. They're You're giving th- shit away. I'm uh, respectful. And I, I can say polite, uh, but extremely respectful and aware of how I treat others. How you treat yeah, others, very is how you get treated. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, how that's, my the, that's the thing from my mom that was mm-hmm. extremely important. You know, you treat others how you expect to get treated. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's the biggest one for me. Yeah, I remember um, in your special, you talk, you highlighted your mom, and mm-hmm. you want to talk about kind of how big of an influence she was for you growing the up. The influence. Yeah. The the influence, but once again, the stuff didn't click. Until, you know, my mom wasn't here and I'm older mm-hmm. and I'm processing a lot of those lessons differently. You know, wasn't here with us? Uh, no, my mom passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but I can, I, I remember, you know, that, that age where you start battling, right? Boy without his mother. Yeah, every, everything is a challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. You're trying to make me do this. You're being too strict. You're doing this. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am or what I want. Like, you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of those moments where my mom prohibited me from doing so much, mm-hmm. acted as the best decisions because in that time, she made me commit to doing other things. And anything that I committed to, I had to finish. So one of the biggest things that also has stuck with me is whatever you start, you have to finish. There is nothing that you can leave incomplete because that means you quit on it. Yep. So there's nothing that I start that I don't finish. No matter what the time is in between it, no matter how long, whatever, I have to finish it. That lesson is with me until this day, but that's the biggest one that now I'm battling with my kids about. And the confidence is like, oh, they they bitch today, but they'll be fine. Down the line. Down the line, it's going to click. Like, oh, dad. Oh, wow. Dad taught me that. Yeah. Oh. Fuck, this nigga got me crying. Broke Mike down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my man. Broke Mike down. I just, I, and especially, I he talked about his mother, how much of an influence, positive influence the she was, and how strong of a woman she was. So I just had to, you know, I wanted to ask about that. Crazy sure. thing about my mom, my mom never saw, she never saw me perform. Yeah. 
Never. My mom never saw me touch a stage because she was over-religious. So the environments in which comedy presented itself, they didn't match her religious beliefs. Smoking, drinking, mm-hmm. uh, it's just too much for her language. Yeah. So uh, after my mom passed away, my brother were going through like the the little, I don't even want to call it a basement, but our version of a basement. Mm-hmm. And we find this box. Mm-hmm. Open the box. My mom had clips. Clips, articles from all of like my premature stand-up success. Wow. Kevin Hart won a Def Jam competition. Laugh House Comedy Club, uh, Budding Star, Amateur Night. When I got my first sitcom, The Big House. Uh, when I When I got my Comedy Central special. Everything that I was doing, mm-hmm. that I would talk to her about, I never knew that she was watching, but you know, we talked, we were cool. Yeah. Yeah. We were great, she was supporting, but she had it all, and she highlighted it her own way. I didn't find it until we were gone. In a fucking box. She saved everything. Everything. Taped every... My, my TV show was only on for six episodes. The only record that I have until recently, I think they put them out on Tubi or something. The only record that I had of my sitcoms were my mom VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. She taped every episode. So it's the dope shit that a parent does that you'll never see that makes you respect the real, the real side of parenting. It's, it's, it's the love that they don't show mm-hmm. that makes you go, oh, fuck. That makes you go, oh, fuck. Like, you're always there. Yeah. You were never not there. Yeah. It's, a, it's something that you just, you both just said. Um, that Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a younger dude, and now I'm, like, realizing, like, when your mom, like, telling you advice, and you're like, mom, like, why? You know? But, like, it's so true. Like, I'm just blessed in the fact that, and, like, I do see now, like, there's stuff that she told me that I was always like, well, like, why? That it does come up now. And, you know, like you said, as an entertainer, you always got to, be careful what you do, what you say, and stuff like that. And yeah, moms are the best, man. It's, salute, salute to you. Know, and I, you know, I, I don't, I don't shit on my dad. My dad serves a valuable purpose. I think you know, dads get a dads get such a hard, a hard rep, mm-hmm. just because a mother's love is such a, is such a, an overbearing yeah, amount of love, and it should be yeah. right. It should yeah. be, but a father, mm-hmm. father's important. fucking valuable, mm-hmm. man. You know, and Very. mistakes, flawed and all. My dad has played a significant role in me being the man that I am. Now, granted, is there, is there some cobblestone in there? We got some bumpy road in there? Absolutely. But the impact that a father has mm-hmm. is, is real. Exactly. And, it, and it's necessary. And I think, you know... So we, what's your relationship with your sister, your brother? Me and my brother. Me and my brother are close. Just you and him? Me and my brother are close, man. My older brother. My older brother, my dad went through his... You know, his downs, uh, that was my dad and my brother. My dad, my my brother is, until this day, I, I'll give you a fact about my brother that I love. You know, the fucked up thing about our career is a gift and a curse with time, mm-hmm. right? Like, the gift is, oh my God, you're fulfilling this dream. It's, it's what you want to do and you're mm-hmm. going out and you're accomplishing it and you're going to go get it, but mm-hmm. it takes your time. So that time, you're not there, Yeah. right? My brother... Tag, he's there. My brother is the the uncle of all uncles. There's there's nothing that my kids have not done, haven't experienced. Uh, Kev, we I'm teaching them how to ride a bike. When you come home, they're gonna show you we all riding bikes together. I love it. I get home. Dad, let me show you the moments he makes sure that, that energy yeah. has always been there for me. He's yeah. 
that kind stupid shit you don't even think about. Yeah. He, uh, you know, this is two years ago. I'm 40. Nigga, we don't want to cry on the fucking show, Well, man. I got to tell you these stories. Fuck these, are, these are real <laughs> stories, yo. These are real well, stories. Yeah, sentimental on it, man. I'm going to tell you this. And tell, me, tell me this doesn't blow you. I promise this blows your mind. A kite. It better not. A kite, right? <laughs> Something as simple as a kite. Yeah. When I was a kid, I don't know. Maybe I flew a kite. I don't fucking know. It's not a toy of this time, this generation. Mm-hmm. Generation is all electronics. Facts. Right? All Facts. the games, Facts. whatever. Mm-hmm. My brother goes, Kev, I'm coming out there. I got kites. I'm going to teach them how to fly these kites, man. We're going to go out there. They're going to love it. And I got boomerangs. Not, this ain't nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. This ain't nothing ground. They little Nerf boomerangs. We go out to a fucking park. Kids throwing the boomerangs, uh-huh. running around with the kites. And I look and I go, I never would have did that. Not because I, I'm dumb and I don't know how. I don't think like that. I would never go with kites. Either. No, I, mean, I, would, I don't think like no, that. No, I don't think like I that. Say, hey, I let's play sports or something. Yeah. I don't think like that. Yeah. But it makes you realize the importance of having a partner. Yes. Mm-hmm. The importance of having that, that ride or die mm-hmm. that's with you who says, I'm invested in not just you, but the kids. So my brother's life now as an uncle, he's devoted to them kids. It don't matter what it is. My brother is, I'm coming, I'm, I'm with them. Hey, man, I'm with the little ones. We're going to do this. The they old movies that you don't think about. Hey, we watching the rascals. We, I want them to know. I don't think about that shit. Yeah. But the fact that these are moments that he creates and I get to do them with my kids, it just shows why you need that yin and yang. You know, it's, it doesn't take one. It takes a village sometimes. And, you know, the things that I feel like we didn't get from like, our dad. Hey, come on. We're doing this two miles a day. Come on. Uh, come on. That, put, your, <laughs> put your sneakers on. Are you fucking right. around? That's me. No, I know. No, fucking around. That, that hand was, on the Bible. No, 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 I know. Yeah, no. Come on, guys. That's the way I. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what we doing, Dad? We going uh, to the gym. Gym. We going uh, to the gym. Uh, let's, go, let's go shoot some hoops. By the way, yeah. uh, let's get some jump shot. Right. right let's go, you know, let's, that's the way I look at it. Like before we get to them playing with that video again. <laughs> I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting uh, them yeah. off the shit. Something I would do. And by the way, it's not a frustration I hate for it, but that's the difference. Yeah. On the other side, my brother's never doing that. Yeah. He's never doing that. I'm the guys, all right, come on, man. Hey, go read the book. Give me my reports. What'd you read? No, the grandparents laughing and playing with them all day. I'm, the sa- I'm, I'm like, the same. hey, come on, let's do these push-ups. Come on, come on, man. I'm the same. You go run this treadmill or not, man. Just give me 30 minutes, all right? I'm the same. I was I built from 12 to 30 you minutes. You cut it down. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, it's Saturday. Just give me, give me a quick 30. Yeah. You're good. I promise I'm going to leave you alone for the rest of the day. I'm the same way. Come on, guys. Oh, give me man, I think I'm the only guy that does that. Oh, my daughter, my daughter has faked the injury on me. So he's like, Dad, I can't. My knee, I told you. <laughs> But that's the side of being active. Yeah. That's not, it's not the side of being crazy. Like you want them to be active yeah. in yeah. today's time. Like, hey, the one thing that the one thing that I do that I do wish that there was a, a bigger presence of my kids don't have the neighborhood. Mm. And you know, we in our culture. 
We we embrace this fucking thing. We but, can't have our children. That's putting our children in fear. We can't. We worry if they go down the street to the store. They can't do that. They don't Many have people the say, go to the store and get me some they stuff. They don't have the neighborhood. They don't have that no more. They don't more. have yeah. the neighborhood. And that's the, that's the one thing. Well, everybody knows everybody. Everybody yeah. knows everybody's business. Everybody, yeah. It's the one everybody thing. Everybody loves everybody, even though yeah. we fight among each other. We yeah. all fight. We all battle. But that neighborhood, that neighborhood builds character. Mm-hmm. That environment it, it 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 does something to to personnel. Those kids get experiences growing up. Oh my God, we walked down here. Such and such did this. I'm going over such and such. It was you know all here. Lost art, niggas on the corner. You'll never see that again. It's people on the corner, Italian neighborhood, the Irish. It's people on the corner talking shit, whatever it may be. Yeah. Talking whatever whatever happened last year down there. He came out of jail. He just got locked up. He got killed last night. Those are the those are the niggas things looking that for him. We, you know what I mean? That corner. You <laughs> truly, you truly, if and when removed, you you understand the value of it. That's why I never frown upon it. I never look down on it. I I embrace. That world of community, that that neighborhood, that that thing, that thing is a character within itself. It's a person, yeah. And that person, that person is building so much character into those people. And that's that's one thing that you know. I know that my kids just will never, and it's not their fault, right? They they were born to something different, but that they'll never had that. They'll never experience that. So even when I take them home to go see it, they're yeah. so hyped. To see it, yeah. but they still don't understand it. Yeah, because they didn't. You don't understand it. it. They don't know it. it. Yeah, they weren't in it. You know what I mean? They'll never know what it's like to go to the fucking corner store, like he said, and yeah. go get the shit and come back and bring the wrong chain. With the CEO. <laughs> oh my god. With I owe you, right? <laughs> I owe you. Tell Pat, <laughs> tell, tell Pat I get to him next time. Tell him it's for me. He knows it's all right. Tell him what I said. I owe you. You say something, come back here and not go down there for me. Just uh, unnecessary. I know, your, I know your grandmama, boy. Yeah. boy I know your grandmama, yes. boy. Boy, go ahead, yes. boy. I know your grandmama. Neighborhood ass whoopings when everybody whipped. Your ass because your mom wasn't home. I used to get them. I can memory lane of that. Uh, it's something that I just now you once again. This is you turning into the older guy. As you get older, you look you look back on those times, man. But I will say, shout out to Nancy Hart, R.I.P. One of the best to ever do it. And shout out to my dad. You know, fathers get shit on, not mine. Even though I talk about you a lot, dad, I love you. And you know. Uh, I do. I talk about my dad a whole lot. I'll be fucking killing my dad. But, you know, <laughs> they deserve it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, but you still got to make sure you still got to make sure you show the love yeah, though. Like I want, flowers. I want people to just work on returning that love back to fathers when and where you can. Uh, I was you know, afraid of my father though. Really? Oh, my father fucking shoot you, nigga. Yeah, my dad's yeah. nuts. Yeah, my dad's nuts. Fuck. Legally, like legally nuts. My dad, my dad, fuck you up. He's. He's older now. He's on the other side. But that, my dad nuts. My dad got hit in the face with an axe and still won the fight. I'll never forget it. Yes, you heard what I said. With axe. axe. Wow. Like, like in a, boom. In, in this in, shit right here. My dad got a big scar from here to here. Uh, hit in the face with an axe. I'll never forget it. He was uh, fighting. Came down. He had a bunch of tiles holding his head. Blood stuff coming out. He... Say, hey, get my son. Y'all make sure he go back to the house. I'm going to the hospital. I'm I know back. you look at this nigga. I said, I, my kids my look at me like, Superman. what kind of nigga is that? I thought my dad was fucking <laughs> Superman. Like when hey, he said, I'm going to the hospital, I'll be back. He said it like oh, he was going to get something to man. eat. <laughs> I'll Just casually. Oh, yeah, casual, I'll be back. Motherfucker came back, had stitches on. I ain't never asked nothing about the other guy. We ain't never, but I said, if he walked out of there, with this, that's a smart idea. That's smart. I never asked. That's smart. You know, I never asked. My, never dad, asked. my dad was uh, he was he was heavy in that in that world, 
heavy in that world. So, you know, a lot of the a lot of the freedom that I had mm-hmm. growing up was because of the work that my dad and my brother did. They did they did different stuff. They lived different lives. So mine's mine's was a uh, a little different. But you once again, when you get older, you respect that. Yeah. Because you go, oh shit, oh, it start to make sense. Yeah, and it shaped. Oh, that's why everybody called me Little Heart. Mm. That's little. Oh, that's little Rob Hart. That's little Rob Hart, brother, right there. No, that's little Spoon. You start to realize the it, it's transferred. Yeah. So I was like the protected, dumb, oblivious child. Oh, everybody's nice around here. <laughs> everybody's, so, everybody's so nice to me out here. <laughs> I love all these people. <laughs> they was fucking scared of my dad or whatever else, but they had shit to do with me. But once you get older, you get smarter. You see yeah. that. You see that, you understand it. That's true stories right there. That shit that I've never even told either. My brother could probably call me. What the fuck is you doing, man? <laughs> It's like, it's like you get us arrested. Fuck you, man. Holy shit, man. I'm over here giving out all my goddamn business. <laughs> all my fucking business. You don't smoke, do you? Uh, well, Mike, you know, I did, but I did it before I got here. I would have did it, man, but I'm fucking high as shit now. Look at me. That's probably why I'm talking like I'm talking. I'm fucked up. <laughs> no, Mike. No, Mike, I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I'm taking a, I'm taking a Tyson box full of stuff home. I can't smoke. On here, <laughs> fucking around it. Fuck all your money up. Yeah, I can't. I can't smoke on here. Come on, Mike. I'm trying to show these people right now how responsible I am, how aware. All my stupid stuff come in the dark. <laughs> Today's podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Make sure you shave your balls. I'm Mike. I got big balls, so it takes a long time to get shaved around the balls. Respect. <laughs> It's good shit, Mike. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> See, I was waiting for him. I was waiting for him to say. I good know. shit, Mike. I, I didn't know. Hey, the older you get, the longer your balls get. Man, they hang into the floor. <laughs> they drop. Fuck it. Respect. <laughs> Fuck it. They need something to cover it. It'd be like a, you shave them with like a vacuum cleaner kind of razor. <laughs> They on the floor. Y'all didn't get yeah. his joke? He said his balls on the floor. That's why he said vacuum. You guys, come on. Come on, guys. Vacuum razor. Yeah, right? it's a great bit. I got it. See, Mike, I'm with you. Shit sound okay. painful. It's not okay. It's not like the nice experience, but I, I got the reference. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, you have at least two movies with uh, The Rock. How's that mm-hmm. experience been? With, with The Rock? Yeah. Uh, hey, yes, look how the way this fucking guy presented that shit, man. <laughs> That's not groundbreaking shit. You gotta love this. This is what's gonna make this show great. It's this right here, man. This is the, he just says a simple thing. So what'd you eat? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He just, just pulls him out of his ass. No, Mike, it's just a it's just a general. <laughs> just, just, I was just a regular question, but I appreciate you, Mike. Just a general. I like, it. I, like, I like it. I like the chemistry here, man. This is fucking great chemistry. Oh, uh, man. DJ's cool, man. Ooh. You know, he's a, he's a good dude, another hard worker, smart, mm-hmm. makes great movie decisions. He and I, we linked at a time where it made I sense for both dude, of us. Man. And, you know, I think those were great movies for us. We both still. What was the movie with you and the white guy that was in the wheelchair? That was The Upside. Uh, great movie. Yeah. Great movie. movie. I was, uh, that and fatherhood. Oh my God, um, bro. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. That fatherhood, I think, my two. <laughs> <laughs> we say? That was great. 
I, I guess I can't compliment you. No, I'm fucking with you, man. God, man, this is how the show goes, man. Uh, those two, those two are two of my favorites. Um, but the one thing that I like about DJ is, you know, outside of the the acting world, I love that his business side is flourishing as well. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's making great business business decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think it's it's about opening up once again those other doors. doors so yeah. you know, the acting is just one portion, that's one check, but that check isn't gonna it's not gonna do it for you for life. So mm-hmm. hey, you gotta hey, create hey. the other. Why do you think all this shit is happening to you? Why do I think? Um, you know, you definitely gotta have a little bit of. You gotta understand that you're blessed, fortunate, and gotta attach a little luck to it too. As good as you may luck think you are, good, boy. Luck yes, is some shit. You gotta, mm-hmm. you, you Ooh, that luck, do not man. think that you some are. Some people have got it all on them. Yeah, don't, bro, don't, don't think real. that you are better than luck because you're not. So, right place, right time, definitely has a lot to do with it. But with every opportunity, um, you know, you gotta be prepared for it to some degree. So the luck can come with knocking it out the park, um, but sometimes the right place at the right time makes a lot of sense. Like I can say I've I've been at the right place at the right time a couple times. Okay. So speaking of right places, right times. I start yarning somebody you bored and fucking shrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The shrooms are kicking in. Yeah, the yarn is the shrooms. Well, that's why they want to do it, Mike. See what I'm saying? You should no listen. Don't fuck your money up. But yeah. one day alone, when you're just chilling with your woman and yeah. stuff, flick or two in there. You so, I can, so I can yarn on her. Okay. It'll be some enlightenment out of that yarn. You know what? It smells something totally different than bad, bad breath. What is that? Uh, <laughs> what is, that's a that's it's it's a hallucinogenic, right? The shroom. The possibility, yeah. The possibility, you can get it. Okay, I got you. So, um, speaking of, you did this before? Not actually, you never did this before, man. I mean, I no, I haven't. Um, the real uh, husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, tell us about that. About oh, that, that was something that you didn't belong on that shit. I'm happy. Man. Dude, you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm I'm happy as hell because you know that was a show that I did in the beginning of uh, my career with BET, and you know all those guys I love, man. Those are some of my closest friends: uh, Nick Cannon, mm-hmm. Boris Kojo, Dwayne Martin, mm-hmm. Robin Thicke, JB Smooth. Uh, Nelly. It was too many uh, of you guys. It was together. so many, so many. <laughs> and, it's, and you know what, man? And I know, I know, I'm leaving. Who am I leaving out? Jackie Long, who was a part of it as well. Um, uh, there was a lot of you, dude. Uh, I said Boris. I said JB. I said Dwayne. I said Hello. Nick. I said Robin. I said Jackie. Um, you know, we had a lot of guests. Um, Cynthia, I want to say. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Um, well, you know, this, this is a really considerate young man right here. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make sure Very. that I say everybody. Erica Ash in the beginning days. Oh, but the man. show was crazy, and it was uh, it was built off of mocking that world of reality TV. Mm. And we were one of the first to do it, and the show got a crazy success. We did five seasons. Yeah. Stop. So um, I was like, yo, we're going to do just like a little encore limited series in presenting another though? season. It it crushed and and went in I went in basically I went and got it because the seasons were just sitting. So I was like, there's an appetite. That's when you were it. really ripped. You had your shirt off and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I always had the shirt off on that one. That's when I felt like I had to. Yep. <laughs> had to flex. Uh, had to just uh, let people know what was going on. Uh but now we're gonna do a, a encore of just bringing you back. And to so it's one of those things that it's the most fun I have doing anything 
Because we do what the we people. Want. Yeah, yeah, it's the people. No, you just do what we want. No, so many, shit. I feel like there's so many great names in there. Like, so, I can't imagine the stories. It's the, the shit, behind the scenes shit. That, it's so, the shit that we're doing, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny, it's ridiculous. Everybody's making fun of themselves. Yeah. We're all not afraid to make fun of ourselves, laugh at ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and that's what makes Too the show special. Too many people. It was like a basketball team. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. And so, you t actually said two movies. Uh, fatherhood. Mm -hmm. That I thought that movie was fire. Thank you, man. Those those type of movies, Father the Serious Roles, mm -hmm. the one that Mike mentioned with the wheelchair. I forget the name, but I saw uh, that one too. Upside, Upside, Upside. which was great as well. When you take take on those roles, like, how do you feel about that? Do you like it? Do you want Do you want those more serious roles? I know you have a show with Wesley Snipes uh, too. Like, he's on True Story. Yeah. Those, well, what people don't understand these are all. Self-generated. Yeah. You know, I'm at a point in my career. You know what I mean? Your fucking movies with you, you lied to me that one day, man. We did the com uh, commercial about the movie shit. Yes, yeah, what I lied. What I say? Fucking lied. What do you say, Mike? It was me in the van, but he lied to say he was gonna put me in some movies and shit. I didn't lie. I can't put you in Fatherhood of the Upside. <laughs> Those aren't the two. We got some. We got something coming up that I can you'd do. Be, you'd be getting mad. If you lost some Monopoly. Yeah, these are <laughs> these are the ones that we're doing now. Uh, okay. You know, we're, uh, we're I'm able to produce well, I can't and deal generate. With this shit, man. You know, we, we're 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 a creative uh, hub at Heartbeat. So um, I'm at a point in my career where I can just I can say what I want to do and mm -hmm. and kind of make it happen. So you know I know I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. Um, from an acting standpoint, yeah. I know that I'm I'm a dramatic actor as well. Uh, I love comedy. So if and when I choose to switch it up, I will. Uh, hit people with curveballs, I will. But those action comedies or those uh, ground divergences are reality with yeah. some comedic tone to it. So, which one do you like more? Comedy. Honestly. Nothing's ever going to be comedy. Nothing's ever going to be. Nothing, okay. Nothing's ever going to beat the feeling of making people laugh. Yeah. You know, I feel like shocking people and being serious, well, you know, they're the only ones to shock by. You know that you can do it. Yeah. Uh, making people laugh is much harder. Yeah. That's why comedies. Come a dime a dozen, and mm -hmm. what's considered to be good comedies versus bad comedies is all—it's all subjective because there's so many different opinions of yeah. what's funny to so, so many, many people. people. So, so now I see uh, that you're actually dipping in the crypto world a little mm -hmm. bit. And so tell world. me about that crypto shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. what got you? What got you into that? And you got a board ape? Uh, you know, just trying to stay current with the times, right? You don't want to be behind. There's... But what is crypto? <sighs> Mike, you'll be here all day trying to figure it out. I know. Right? It's a, NFTs it's a, and all it's that It's another shit. currency, See. and the currency has potential to possibly compete with our currency today. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's hiding it's, currency from the government. I'm talking to myself. I don't job. know. I yes. cannot confirm nor deny. I mean, it's mean, yes, tax. Man, it's tax. I'm a corporate. I'm a, well, tax, I'm a company, man. It's tax now, man. <laughs> I just turned into a company, tax. man. Confirm or deny. But, Holy shit. You know, when you have, we have these different things that present themselves, um, and there are ways, you know, to find financial gain in oh, it. Well, then I'm going like this. Everybody's just trying to control it. They want to know where our money come from. They want to know where's this education come from. They want to receive. They want to receive for life. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a guy that I don't want to ever be left behind. Facts. So I try to educate myself mm -hmm. on what I can in the now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got to take some you shots in the dark. Mm -hmm. You just take some shots in the dark. So why'd you choose that board eight? Why'd you choose that one? Um, Just because right now that's where... That's where a high volume of people have went. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a return on it. Now, if this stuff turns out to be credible, mm-hmm. if people can take NFTs and uh, take said own You're not an NFT IP, yet? Uh, I could be, but I haven't yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still really figuring like it out. You are really like that one. I'm still figuring yeah, it out. Make sure you just do one person up for a long period of time. Well, you do. The whole thing is about you. grabbing something, taking that IP, it's art. claiming that IP yeah. is art, and then people going and repurposing it and you making money from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's the world in which people are falling in love with, which is this world of metaverse. Yeah. You know? um, I, I compare it to, have you ever seen Ready Player One? Oh, that's been, um, yeah, the Ready game. Player One, yeah. The game, right? So Ready Player One, if you break it down, this is a simple way to break it down. People in this real world weren't happy with their real lives, but they got to be a version of something else in this game. And the person that they became was a highlighted individual depending on their success in the game. So some people were Uh the shit at the highest level. And when you met these people in real life, it wasn't about who they were in real life. It was about who they were on the game. game, Which is Um, crazy. And that's kind of what people are following. So the things that they're creating and doing in this metaverse world of fancy cars or homes or art or et cetera, it's attached to a person. It's what you have. It's, it's, It's what you... Is what you have. So, you know, if I this thing know. holds on. You don't even fucking. No, I do. I, I actually, I dipped in the crypto world and I dipped, and I got a couple of NFTs. So it's, it's interesting though. What scares it, me the most about the metaverse though is kind of what you said. Like you're someone, you're someone in the real world, but you go on this other whole other reality. But look like, at you the can direction, be whatever you want. Look at the direction everybody's going into if that's the case. You look at social media, you look at the, the world of uh, apps and filters, yeah. right? Everybody is now, we, we're we falling in love with the change of who we are yeah. instead of staying true yeah. to the person that we are. Mm-hmm. So is when you look so? at that, that you're, so? you're mm-hmm. falling in love. Social media. People are falling in love with the idea of avatar-ish. Yeah. Like behavior antics, yeah. you know? Rather than being me on filter, give me a filter, another filter. Ah, mm-hmm. that's what I want to look like today. It's it's a it's a weird thing. Oh, Not is. that I'm a fan of it, and it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just dabbling in the space of business. You sure you don't want to try some shrooms? No, no, I don't want a shroom. You almost done with that, Mike? Huh? No, this tastes so smells so good, man. I'm just really, <laughs> just, I'm really banged <laughs> out right now. <laughs> 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 I can, can you imagine me over this bitch lit up and <laughs> just lit the fuck up? <laughs> Kevin, what do you think about NFTs? I tell you what the fuck I think about. It. <laughs> I think I'm banged uh, out. I, you, I start talking about this. Yeah, and, it, and if you get it, I just keep shaking whatever I say off as if I didn't say it. Oh my god! Bye bye, career. What do you promise me, my friend? Bye bye. Special, Well, as you can see, that is Mike Tyson. Yes. But I'm proud of my highness. There you go. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. Yes. And our awesome special guest, Kevin Hart. Can I be honest? Yes. Before I go, this was dope as fuck because of the contrast of you two and the comfort and conversation. Like the podcast that worked. It was always good until he betrayed me and left. Yeah, I know he's got that stupid thing called a career. I'm proud to go to work. He got that dumbass thing called a career. The ones that work are the ones that truly embrace like real conversation. 
You know, it's like when they're when they're forced, they don't flow. But there's a there's a nice chemistry that you guys have here, man. And I'm I'm glad I did it. Hey, I told you I wanted to come fuck with you regardless. I really appreciate uh, that. Just because of you know the relationship, this thing here now. Really appreciate I think it's dope that. as hell. And it's not gonna change, man. You got a hey, friend. Hey, Rocco, me, come over. Here. Rocco always wanted to see, you, but he always acts scared when he see your That's ass. That's my guy. Nigga. That's my guy. How you doing, champ? Rocco's my guy. Me and Rocco met uh, when Tyson came to do an interview for me, and I found out that Rocco is just an all-around good kid. Oh yeah, and he knows good jokes. Rocco, do you have a joke for me? You gave me two fire ones last time. Oh, oh yeah, one kid's good. On the mic, man. One good joke for me before I go. What's the only good thing about Switzerland? What's the only good thing about Switzerland? Oh, this is a country you picking on. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. Any Swedes in right. here? I don't know, Rocco. Let's uh, go. I know they're always here. <laughs> what? I don't know either. <laughs> But the flag is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey man. Man. that was fire. I told you to get ready. I told right. me to make this, some good ones next time we saw you. All right, last one, Rocco. One more. What did the bear say when when he was at the amusement park? What did the bear say when he was at the amusement park? Give it to me. It's bearable. <laughs> <laughs> See, See what I'm saying? Now, first of all, y'all don't you don't understand why I love this about Rocco? Because I want to know where he's getting the jokes. Like, he's, <laughs> there's so yeah, many. There's so where many. Where are you getting them from? Where do you get them from? In my brain. From your you just, brain? You just yeah. going in, you reading them, you just know where they are, and you just hold on to them. Yeah. It's the life of a great wow. comedian. I'll see you at the top, buddy. Yes, sir. Okay? Rocco. Do me a favor. Give me like five more years before you do it, okay? okay. I just got a couple more things I want to do, and then I don't mind if you push me out the way. But give me five more years. Can we agree on that? Okay. My guy. My guy. Well, they, Damn well, it, Rocco is strong as hell. Yeah, always come look in your eye, look in that eye, God, squeeze Rocco, that hand. What, Jesus Christ, he's how big is his hand? Oh my God, it's like broke, a glove. He broke your hand. Oh. He's, listen, he's 11 years old today. Le happy wow. birthday, Rocco. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy man. Birthday, Good for you, dude. I got a gift 11 for you. 11 years old. This little kid's 11 yes. today. 11 years old. Happy yeah. birthday, man. Well, there you have it. That is Mike Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. This is Rocco and our special guest, Kevin Hart. Check out Hotboxing at Hotboxing on YouTube, Instagram, or Twitter. You know the vibes. We out. Don't forget to check out Tyson 2.0.